Slice Audio. It's citizens arrest. That was lame. I know. That was really lame. <laughs> but it'll do. I mean, we need to have somebody fired off right. Let's yeah, go. Citizens arrest. That That's was way better. There it. we go. Good morning, Rapid City. That's it. Get that, get that mic up by you. Make friends. Woo! There it is. Oh, there we go. Max it out. Good morning. How's everyone doing? It's been Good. a while. We've yeah, missed you guys. We've missed you too. I was out with surgery, so yeah. we had to skip it for a few weeks. We are 37 days in you. Yeah. Right now. You know how they say, you know, AD, it's in you, no uterus. Yeah. 37 days in you. Thanks for telling them. Hey. <laughs> I'm sure they was, Wow. I'm sure they really wanted the to pit. hear about that. Hey. It was in the paper. <laughs> Thanks for sharing my private story. I thought I'm it wasn't kidding. private. We no, talked about it on the public. radio. Yeah, we, we joke around about it, so it's fine. And you. Do I look different? No. Yeah, the changes were on the inside, Amy. <laughs> All right. 37 days and you moving forward. So how, how have you guys been? Where have you been? Uh, well, we've been anxiously awaiting for your call. Okay. Um, but we've been busy. We hired on nine new officers. Really? Yeah, that's big nice. news. Yeah, that's, that's big huge. news. And uh, we also uh, did a really fun thing last week. We You know, it was triple-digit temperatures, so we decided to get with the fire department and and do kind of an impromptu sprinkler party for some kids up north. Yeah, I think it was like nice. 105 degrees or something that yeah. day. It was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, you have a story you'd like to ask about? Well, so I do. Uh, uh, the question I'm kind of wondering is, it seems like, and maybe it's not, maybe it's just social media, but it does seem like car burglaries and around the home has been kind of on the rise. I know in my neighborhood, we have like a Facebook page uh, that we all kind of have to, we could go to share images on our like a ring doorbell cameras and things like that. Is there anything above the obvious of locking your car? You know, th- those things that you guys recommend for the public that could maybe help deter people from getting in their cars. Yeah, uh, quite frankly, one of the uh, biggest tools that we use and oftentimes people don't think about is if you hear that there's been car burglars in your area, uh, check out your ring cameras. Um, if they're in a neighborhood going car to car to car, they might not have victimized your particular vehicle, and they may have gotten the neighbors or someone down the streets. But if you hear about it, uh, by all means, like check your ring cameras. If you have a home security system that has cameras up around the house, you know, check those out. And if you see something, give us a call, and we can use that to hopefully get our hands on the perpetrators. So when you're thinking about things that just necessarily don't jump out at you, that's what my mind first goes to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, first off, for, as far as prevention goes, the number one thing is is just the obvious, making sure your car doors are locked. Um, what, what these uh, individuals do, they have a term for it even. It's called like car hopping. And they'll go down the street and that's all they do, car to car. They hop from car to car and they're just searching for those unlocked car doors. And if they find an unlocked car door, they'll clean it out and they'll go to the next. And oftentimes it's done in the middle of the night and oftentimes it's done in one neighborhood and then the next evening they'll hit another neighborhood because they've already got the goods out of the ones that they were just in the night prior. Everything from uh, your purses to uh, items of value, if you have stuff like that in the car, it's not a good thing. Take those in the house with you before you uh, hit the sack. Um, The biggest one that fears us the most is when people are leaving firearms in their cars. Uh, If they're leaving them displayed like uh, you see the old uh, 
cowboy that has the what is Rifle it 22 or whatever winchester yeah. hanging out in the back window on yep. display don't don't please don't do stuff like that because that that bugger's probably going to get taken before too long but yeah take all your valuables out of your car uh, we always say the saying a, a car makes a horrible gun safe and uh i can attest yeah <laughs> there is nothing there's no feeling that is worse than that i mean i'm sure there are but really when my car got broken into we were there so it wasn't like i left it there overnight and we were there in the in the area shooting a music video and somebody got in and took my pistol out of my vehicle and some other stuff but that was the major that i've like i've never felt so low just like yeah wow yeah, the feeling of that or even the stress uh, afterwards yeah. thinking geez we, I, my gun's been stolen now what's oh. gonna now what's going to happen yeah. every time there's a shooting in town i'm like um yeah so and please. when somebody rummages through your personal stuff that you worked so hard for yeah yeah you feel violated yeah so yeah, keep your keep your valuables out of sight. Even if you were to go like to a, a shopping center or whatnot, and you got valuables in your car, it's not a bad idea. Throw them in the trunk. Keep them out of sight. Push them up underneath the front seat or something where people can't see them if they're walking by. But number one, lock your car door. That's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. If you do that, that's uh, that's fi- fixing half the battle. You know, uh, a couple things that take that even further, you know, Lieutenant Mosier mentioned installing ring cameras on your house. Those are a great tool that can help police identify people and vehicles that are associated with these incidents that, uh, that are happening in our neighborhoods. Another good thing is just straight up lighting. If you have a floodlight, or you have some uh, exterior lighting that you can put on your house. Typically, people who do not want to get caught stay away from lighting. It's a good way to deter people from targeting your house and your car and anything else that might be you know, in the light around your place. Mm-hmm. When people catch somebody trying to steal something on their ring camera, do they send you a picture of that? Yeah. Can they do that? Yeah, they can do that. Because I get those all the time, those yeah. notifications. They can do that. To The easiest method would be to call the Criminal Investigations Division at 605-394-4134 and uh, ask to speak with one of the uh, sergeants of the Criminal Investigations Division and they'll speak to them directly and that sergeant will figure out who or what detective has that particular burglary case and get them in touch with the individual who's calling so those photographs or video footage could be shared and if uh, if not really wanting to get involved or they don't they want to remain anonymous we can even work with that they can submit uh, photographs and tips of that nature through our tip 411 line and all you basically have to do is search up rapid city tip line on the old google and uh, click on the link and it's a pretty simple process to be able to share images information about whatever crime we're investigating not just vehicle burglaries but anything and hopefully get that particular case investigation headed down the right road. Uh, so what's this shooting that we were hearing about that happened recently? You know, I don't have too many details on it. Uh, I was actually on vacation, and today's my first day back. But, uh, yeah, uh, off of East Watertown last night, I heard there was uh, some type of a shooting that I know our detectives are probably digging into uh, this morning. Uh, sounds like an individual rolled up to uh, one of our mobile homes and... Uh, perhaps fired a few shots at the person who either lives there or came out to meet them. So 
Again, I don't have all of the details, but I know uh, that case is in uh, good hands, and they're probably moving along with it this morning quite heavily. But it doesn't sound like anybody was hurt. Um, at first glance, uh, we believe that the perpetrator likely knew the actual victim. So, you know, we don't believe that there's any great uh, safety needs or, the, you know, what the public would need to be concerned about. So that's that's a good thing because, again, I, I think these people likely knew each other. But uh, that case is still progressing, and hopefully they can get that one wrapped up here yeah, soon. Yeah, for sure. Okay, are we ready for the question from the public? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, say you and your partner have just arrested a violent offender and are transporting them to jail. If you spotted a serious road accident while en route, what would you do? So we are. Tra- you're saying we're transporting a offender yes. to jail, and we come across a serious accident. A really serious accident. Well, I guess uh, the first thing you'd want to do, obviously, is to get uh, the ambulance and fire department rolling that way to where you can get the individuals who were in that crash checked out. Um, so you would stop. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Def- definitely, definitely. I'm busy. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> the perp in the back can wait. The, you know, the, there's things that, uh, I mean, of course, once another police officer gets there, uh, we're going to do our best to remove ourselves from that position and get that other perpetrator to jail. But if we have the ability to stop and render life-saving medical aid, I think uh, saving somebody's life rather than an expedited, speedy trip to, to jail uh, would would be uh, put on the back burner. Gotcha. So, yeah, whatever we can do to help out at that particular emergency, the sooner we can get involved, the better. But then again, once we get more help there, then we're going to we're going to get that perpetrator to jail. Okay. Yeah. And um, we're you know, in law enforcement, officers are blessed with this wonderful thing known as discretion. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that that's throughout, you know, any part of their day or any anything that they do while a police officer. And so we we work really hard to impart that in our our police officers and make sure that, you know, as long as it's the right thing, as long as it passes the gut check and feels like the right thing to do, do it. You don't have to ask for permission. Just know that you're doing something right. Uh, and it, it will most often be the right thing to do. You know, I look at that particular scenario. You know, one of the fortunate things that we have here in Rapid City is is our police officers oftentimes have what I would say a backup officer or a partner in another cruiser, you know, maybe just blocks away. So it wouldn't be very long before we could get some help there. But uh, I also look at the scenario as, is what if I was a, a county deputy or a highway patrolman? And, you know, we are out, say, 75 miles to 100 miles outside of city limits, for that matter. And uh, they were to come across this crash, and it's a significant crash. I guess if you were to take a look at it upon as if you were a family member of these people involved in this crash... You know, what would you want that trooper to do? What would you want yep. that deputy to do? And I would want them to stop. I mean, this guy yep. can, the guy in the back of the car that's uh, going to jail, that that can wait if you have the opportunity to save someone's life. So. What if uh, a citizen spots an accident? What do you want them to do? Do you want them to go try to save the person or do you want them to just call 911? Well, you know, every situation is going to be a little bit different. And everyone's going to have their own levels as far as comfort zones, as far as what they're willing to do to get involved in. Um, 
it's not uncommon for us to show up at a significant crash scene and to have uh, an ER doctor already there because they were on their way to work. So things like that are a tremendous help to law enforcement because those are the true medical professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have some we have some medical training, but not to that level by any means. Um, if they're not an ER doctor and they happen to work at uh, whatever business here in town and they would see a crash, at the very at the very least, I guess I would like them to at least stop and uh, wait until we can get there. Maybe they witnessed the accident. Maybe they didn't. If they at least stopped, maybe they can provide some sort of medical aid that they're getting through the dispatch center. So... I guess those are the things that are coming across my mind. But, you know, really, it's all going to boil down to, you know, what are you comfortable doing? Um, We would hope that uh, if they witnessed the crash, at the very least, that they would stick around to where we can get that added information as far as how that crash Mm -hmm. happened. Or, you know, if you're on your way to work and you're the one who witnesses the crash, if you call it in and then provide dispatch with your phone number so we can follow up with you later, that's a good way to do it, too. Yeah. Should we move on to the six-year-old question? We're just question? rolling right along today. Right? Let's go. Yeah. I, I thought we were at least going to get these hot mountain flame and dews, yeah. in, aren't we? We'll do that after we answer Michael's question. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if Thor. Thor was real, would you let him help you fight crime? One hundred percent. I think he's pretty real, Amy. I mean, the guy's a good-looking dude. I'd like to have him on Rapid City's Force. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine how how much of an impact that would have on on crime locally? Wow! Can you uh, imagine? Call what? Thor. Where's Thor? Yeah, <laughs> you, know, it, yeah. You, you guys have seen the the power of uh, de escalation that the canines have when they come on scene, right? Yeah. You hear a barking dog, you know, you see the teeth, you hear the snarling. Like people are just like, yeah. okay, I give up, right? Well, imagine if you had the God of Thunder come in, <laughs> you just drop out of the sky with the lightning bolt. And then, yeah, people, I'm sure, would just give right now, up. Now, Thor's got the hammer, right? Yes. That's Thor. Okay. I'm yeah. with you. See, I feel like it would go the wrong direction. This is totally Rapid City, right? That you would have Thor on the force. Do it. Hey. And it would be girls calling in, I have an emergency. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> and then they'd show up, and she's like, I'm stuck in my pool. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Please help. It's an emergency. Well, you know, and, you know we... Our dispatch center can filter through that pretty good. Um, uh, they they do a good job of using their discretion on what what calls the dispatch officers to. But you know, uh, dude's a walking taser, right? Yeah. I, I think he could do some good. Yeah. yeah. Please have you seen lay the down movie? the hammer. Yes, I have. You did. What'd you think? Uh, I liked it. You did yeah. good, even though it was love. Yeah. It was love, and it was sad. Yeah. You know, my favorite Thor character is Korg. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was happy to see him again, as well as uh, my favorite Marvel franchise is Guardians of the Galaxy, so I was pretty happy to see yeah, that. Nice. that. The yeah. nerd's coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah. I just, I think it would go sideways. <laughs> and not, not in a good way. I'd just be like, I mean, because you know how, like, the fire department, people get called to go change, you know, remote batteries and stuff. I feel like that's what's going to happen with Thor. Help me. And he's, he's just, like, drops down from the sky. How can I help you? <laughs> you know, oh, Thor. <laughs> you know, and if he's willing to take those calls off our hands, too, yeah. then by all means, maybe it's a good thing. I think My we should. vacuum is plugged. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end today with these Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot 
Is that what's called Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot drinks? Yes, yeah, yeah. So you get you guys have seen like the Flamin' Hot Cheetos and yeah. like everything's like got a spicy version now. Yeah, I'm, I saw I'm something here. What was it last week or maybe the week before where uh, Brandon was stuffing some sort of Cheetos oh, or yeah. in his mouth or something yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah, I double dog dare any Rapid City police officer to beat 20. <laughs> 20 Takis. Do you think you could do it? We're all about <laughs> safety. <laughs> That's the safest thing I know to do. <laughs> okay, so Brendan brought us a Mountain Dew Flame and Hot drink. Let's mm-hmm. Smells like regular Mountain Dew. Yeah. Just go full send. He gets some beer hairs in there with his. Wow, that's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, not really getting any of the Flame and Hot. Tastes like Mountain Dew. Just tastes like uh. You want to taste it? Oh, there it is. There it is. I can feel it burning a little bit. No, yeah. No, I don't want anything to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) Just give it a taste. I drink out of this side. (laughs) Might be a beard hair in there. Be careful. Oh, definitely. And it's a gift from me to you. (laughs) It doesn't taste bad. It's not what I expected. So no. you're, let's put this in perspective. You're up at Angostura. It's yeah. hot, 102 degrees. Oh, yeah. You're out in the middle of the lake. Nibbling on some flaming Hot Cheetos. Nibbling on some flaming Hot Cheetos. You're getting these. ready to go out and do some wake surfing. They got mm-hmm. the music pumping on your mm-hmm. wake tower speakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, you can, we're in the mo- we're in the moment. Yo, and, bro, blast me a flaming hot dude. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Sick. Are you going for it? Straight gas, bro. Oh. Go for it. <laughs> No way. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. I, I mean, it tastes fine. You can kind of get the flaming hot hint. But a not little too bit, much. a little bit. A little, maybe it's all at the bottom. Like, maybe it's like there's chunks at the bottom and it's flaming hot cheese. <laughs> that would, that would think, actually be a I pleasant I think I'd surprise. rather drink my own urine than drink that. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll drink 10 of these before I'll drink my own urine. <laughs> but that's just me, you know? That's just me. I mean, call me a fool, but... <laughs> um, I, I got one more thing. Oh, one more. Okay, and I think we should do this... And maybe the listeners who listen to this podcast, maybe you guys can give us some feedback. But I think this would be a really cool, kick-ass fundraiser, fun kind of thing. Oh, yes. And it is kind of like in, you know, around the 4th of July, they always have those hot dog eating contests. And Joey Chestnut had like 70-some hot dogs. But I think... <laughs> and he punched a protester. <laughs> yeah, he choked, choked that dude out or whatever. But anyway... uh I think we should do a fundraiser, maybe similar to Guns and Hoses, but you know, maybe not a blood, maybe. But it's a, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a donut eating contest because oh, we all wow. know, yeah. we yeah. all know how wow. you know you guys like the donuts. And I, so, wow. I think we would find some volunteers pretty easily. Probably, we could probably find a yeah. volunteer too. And then who? So in that, in the heart of this fundraiser for something, we'll have to put the you know the pieces together. Who? On the force, do you think would just slay the hot dog? Or I'm sorry, Z <laughs> donut eating contest. <laughs> you know, I I bet Lieutenant McCoy would do a good oh, job. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Do, Shout yeah. out McCoy. Yeah. yeah. So so there are a handful of officers that just have a sixth sense of when food shows up. Yeah. Like you don't even have to put an email or a call out. They just know. And he's gonna he's gonna kill me for this, but Lieutenant McCoy, his particular poison, we'll say, or his yeah. vice would be Doritos. Oh, oh Doritos! Doritos. Yes. So he's a big Dorito guy. Me and McCoy are best but what friends. Do you, but like, uh, 
But like he said here, I'm thinking you could probably throw down some donuts as yeah. well. Yeah. I bet there's some folks in criminal investigations that, that could, could throw probably, down on the challenge probably. too. So maybe it's <laughs> like the, a... The running joke is that criminal investigations are the de- desk jockeys that just eat all day. Yeah. So send out emails. Yeah, yeah we're on that right the, now. They're, they're the ones that always come down for food. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's that's a cop stereotype, by the way. But uh, yeah, yeah, we we have some officers that uh, they just know when food is there, and they just show up. They'll 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 be working in a completely different part of town, and food will show up, and they'll be there like two minutes later. <laughs> Coming across town. <laughs> Somebody dropped off Subway. We got an emergency. Yeah, all so, units. So I, 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 I think it would be a fun to observe challenge. Yeah, we got to make it happen then. Okay. All right. Yeah, we get together. We got to find a good cause, and and we should make it happen. I think it'd be really fun to slam some donuts <laughs> with the cops. Definitely. <laughs> it wouldn't be the worst eating competition we've ever we've ever been involved in. Definitely want to like people who have diabetes probably can't be in this one. Sorry about that. But they're, no. <laughs> they're going to have diabetes <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> I remember a few years ago we found ourselves in a chicken wing eat- eating contest. Yes. Yeah. Friday is National Chicken Wing Day. Whoa. There you go. Friday is chicken National Chicken Wing Day. We're going to be eating chicken wings for breakfast, probably. Yeah, I'm sure we will. <laughs> this is as long as you show up with clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow we're going to be trying chislic. Yeah. I do like chislic stuff. That's mm-hmm. good yeah. stuff. Where are you guys getting stuff. that stuff from? Uh, somebody's coming to make it for us. Sweet. Ooh. All right. Yeah, it might yeah, be lamb. By. might be beef. We don't really know. Yeah. Stop by and get a little taste. I think chislic, isn't that like goat? It's. I think it is supposed to be goat or lamb traditionally, but most places just use like beef tips. But yeah, so you never know what we're gonna get. All right, you know, I just don't know. You know, all all the graphics that you have playing all around just make me want steak tips. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. With a loud American. Yeah. yeah, best ever. They are good steak tips. Just the tips. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to have you guys back. It's good to be back. Thanks for having us in. Yeah, we all love right. you guys. Love you guys. Kevin loves you. I love you too. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Citizens Arrest is hosted by Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Brendan Medina, and Lieutenant Mosier. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. Affirmative.